For those of you who might be joining us um, for the first time, whether online or in the um, sanctuary, and have not been attending to this worship series, our worship series theme is, How Does a Weary World Rejoice? In our first message, we acknowledged, we said that, that it's okay to bring all of who we are to the church, all of who we are and what we're going through to God. The, so how does a weary world rejoice? We rejoice by acknowledging our weariness. We don't try to fake it. God never asks us to fake it till we make it. We can tell the truth, the whole truth to our God. Then we said that we should not only acknowledge it, but we should gather in community. How can a weary world rejoice? It's through connection. Last Sunday, how can a weary world rejoice? By being amazed by all. Amazing grace, amen? Things should still amaze us. We should be in awe of God's goodness. And today, how does a weary world rejoice? We sing. We sing stories of hope. Let us pray. Oh, gracious and all wise God, oh God, for this day and for the opportunity that you have given us for the privilege to gather again in this Bethel place to worship you, we give you thanks, oh God. We thank you, O oh God, for those who are watching online, and O oh God, we pray a special blessing. May your spirit get up in, the, in this technology so that those who might watch on delay or listen to the sermon on podcast, that they too might be blessed, that they might be encouraged, that they might hear something that will help the weariness in their soul so that they too might know the thrill of hope and be able to rejoice in Jesus' precious name. So now, O oh God, in this holy time set aside to worship you, help me to preach, O oh God, and then help your people to hear. And then, Holy Spirit, help us to go out into the world so that your name might be praised, your son glorified, and your kingdom on earth advance, so that those we encounter who might be weary might get a sense of hope. We pray this prayer in the precious name of Jesus, our Lord, our Savior, and our friend. Amen, amen, and amen. Well, I don't know about you, and I have said this before, I can sing myself happy. I really can. I can be feeling a little down, but all I gotta do is sing a little song, amen? And my, I am renewed. And it's not that I think that I am the best singer in the world, I do not. Or that I always find and hold the right note. And I say this to all those, particularly those of us who sing alto, it can be hard to hold that alto line, amen? All the melodies are swirling around us and we are supposed to hold that center line. But I enjoy singing. When I sing the songs of my faith, the songs that were handed down and sung to me, and new songs that come to me, it, the singing renews my spirit. It revives my soul, and, and it brings me to a place of joy. There are times you can see me, if you see me in a car, I'm having a good time, because then I really can sing like I want to, and I don't have to worry about bothering anybody else, amen, with my singing, because I am praising God. 
And I cannot help but think that that is what we're called to do as a people of faith. We're called to sing, and not just sing any kind of song, especially here at Christmas. We can sing Jingle Bell Rock all you want to, but we're supposed to sing something better, something deeper, something greater than that. We have to sing songs of love, songs of peace, songs of justice, and songs of hope, because that is what this weary world and our weary souls need to hear. We need the season of Advent to remind us to sing Zechariah's song of praise for God's protection, provision, and promise. That's what Zechariah is singing. Go back to that text and reread it. We also need to sing Mary's song of liberation and justice. She says, my soul magnifies the Lord. I rejoice in the God of my salvation. She sang how God scattered the proud and, and brings down the powerful, how she is praising a God who lifts up the humble and fills the hungry with good things. This weary world needs to hear these songs of freedom. This weary world needs to hear these songs of redemption and hope. This world needs to hear songs about a God who in Christ will turn a world that is wrong side up, right side up. They need to hear about a God whose unwavering concern and commitment to the poor in spirit and substance never fades, never wanes, and never ends. We need to do what our souls desire and, and what they yearn for, which is to hear good news. Everybody is looking to hear good news. People need to know and experience real and robust hope. A hope that does not and cannot disappoint. When his voice is restored, and we have been in these two, this one chapter of Luke for a while, when his voice is restored, Zechariah starts to sing. He sings a song of thanksgiving for God's favor and hope for the future. One commentator writes that Zechariah also speaks over the life of the one who will be the prophet of the Most High, who will prepare the way of God's son. He speaks this over his son before he is even born. Zechariah's song and story of hope reminds us to speak life over those who will come after us when we can no longer run this Christian race. Church, what stories of hope are we singing to the generation behind us? Or are we just singing some sorrow songs? Or are we just singing songs of materialism? What songs of hope are we singing to the next generation? A hope that refuses to die. A hope that inspired us and will inspire them to press on. To press on through the weariness. To press on through the hard times. To press on to build a world of justice. Though may not be fully realized, but yet is promised by God. So as we prepare to celebrate the birth of Christ. 
Let's join Luke's telling of the incarnation. And if you look at Luke's telling, everybody is breaking out in song. Zechariah is singing. Mary is singing. The angels, they are there in the fields with the shepherds singing. And I want to believe that the shepherds are singing all the way to the stable and back. So we need to join in the song and we need to catch a note of grace and mercy, a note of justice and freedom, a note of hope. We need to sing with everybody else. Because I'm here to tell you that the very act of singing, whether you can carry a tune or not, the very act of singing and singing with others has the power to remind us, has the power to renew us, and even to transform us. And not just any song. I like to sing Feliz Navidad. I like to sing Santa Baby. Yeah, that's what I like to sing. But that's not the songs that the world needs to hear this time of year. We need to sing songs about the tender mercies and, and steadfast love of God. We need to sing songs that testify to the hope and promise that we have and that we have known our own selves about God. You see, sometimes we need to sing. Sometimes we need to sing. Sometimes we need to hear. And what we need to hear is the truth of who God is. How will our children know how good God is and what God can do if we're not singing it to them? How will they know that God will make a way out of no way if we're not singing it to them? How will they know that I can do all things if we're not singing it to them? How will they know if we don't sing it? That's why I cannot help but think of the legacy of hope that was sung to me. I know, I know, I, and it's all right. You can tell me. I know y'all get tired of me telling you about that little church that I grew up in where some of the people couldn't read so well. But, oh, baby, they could sing. Amen? They could sing about the goodness of God. They could sing that I've been high and I've been low, but I've never seen the righteous forsaken. They could sing. They sang to me. They sang down through the years. Yeah. Down through the years, God's been good to me. And they had years that were weary, y'all, but they could say down through the years, God has been good to me. They sing, I will trust in the Lord. I, I, I'm not going to put my trust in you. I'm not tributing my trust in the government. I will trust in the Lord. I don't care what happens. I will trust in the Lord until I die. They sang that. And I believe they sang what they believed. They sang a better day is coming by and by. They sang, Father alone, we'll know all about it. Live in the sunshine. They sang in, in slavery. One of the spirituals is you going to reap. Well, who do you think they were singing that song to, y'all? That's what they did. They sang, you're going to reap that God is a God of justice. 
They were denied shoes, and yet they're saying, I got shoes, you got shoes, all God's children got shoes, and when I get to heaven, I'm going to put on my shoes and walk around heaven. They knew that they were supposed to have shoes. They knew that the way this world was is not the way God intended it, and one day God was going to see about it. In the midst of slavery, when hope seemed hopeless, they sang, did my God deliver Daniel? And if God delivered Daniel, one day God will deliver us. We just have to hold on to the hope. And even though they were going through, they sang, how I got over. My soul looks back and wonder. And I don't know about you, but every time I sing, lift every voice and sing, and I'm getting myself ready to sing it because it's a breathy song, amen? You got to pull in, I mean, if you know anything about singing, you have to pull in some air to sing that song, you know, to hold all that note. I don't know what you hear when you sing that song or when you hear it. I don't know what you hear, but what I hear is hope. Hope. This song remembers the past when, when hope unborn had died. It didn't even make it out, but it died in the fold. Weary feet, gloomy past, weary years, silent tears, and yet it prays for a future full of hope. The hope, the hope is for every person who has a voice to sing. That's what it says, lift every voice and sing, sing, sing. Sing as high as the listening skies, thus enabling the singer to stand, enabling the singer to rejoice. Yes, Inviting those singing to tell a story of hope. Y'all, in a world wearied by death and despair, in a world wearied by hopelessness and hate, people need to hear the good news of God's salvation. Let's sing stories of hope. What does it mean when church folk always sad? Complaining. Oh, Lord. Baby saved that. Pitiful, worried, cantankerous. Where's the joy? Where's the hope? In a world that continues to experience the agony of racism, ethnocentrism, classism, sexism, ageism, able-bodyism, heterosexism, fascism, and every other kind of ism, in a world where the poor in spirit cry out for meaning and life-giving spirit, all of which, y'all, is wearying, the church needs to sing. Sing. Almost like a musical, just break out in song, just start singing of God's goodness, start singing of God's mercy, start singing of, of what God has done for you. Sing. 
The church ought to sing. We got to sing high as the listening skies. We need to sing of God's justice and mercy. We need to sing of God's goodness and the hope that God brought into the world in the birth of Jesus Christ. Hope. Hope for a weary world is a church that can sing it. Amen? Amen? Amen. And amen.